welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and each week, me and my buddy Murph are going to get together and talk about something nerdy. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Lex, and uh, I'm not going to lie, I have prepared for this episode like none this week. So, uh, if you know, if you play games at all, I guess we can just dive right in and we'll just do a little bit of catch up because I don't have any official game news, TV news, movie news, or comic book news. Uh, yeah, so I'm sorry if you're coming in here for all the, you're not coming here for the hot news, you're just coming here to listen to me for an hour because you like me. You're my friends. Uh, but life news, I got a new pop filter. I hope it's working. Slowly upgrading the setup. I found this secret thing online. It's not a secret. A lot of people don't know about it though. Here it is. Secret tip. Uh, there's a, a website called shopgoodwill.com. Man, I spent like an hour today bidding on comic books like probably around 300 comic books that I might have gotten for 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Crazy. And then I started looking for like podcast, podcast. Whoo. We're not even a minute in. <laughs> I can't drop the ball. Jesus. Okay. So podcast equipment, ton of it. I'm looking for it. There's a few things that I want for the new year, you know, because we're trying to do the branch into the YouTube thing, even though there's a lot of talk with the, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't know much about it, but the censorship on, you know, having to claim whether your account is for intended for children or not. I don't know. I I just heard something about it today. It's kind of scary. They're up to finding people up to like $50,000 per episode. If their uh, videos are tagged the wrong way. I don't know. It's very, very scary stuff. I'm going to dive deep into it before I start. But I think it's for like people that are heavily monetized because we don't we have like 33 followers on there. The only videos we have on it are Murph staring his fo- <laughs> Murph's forehead on live streams of Battlefield and Call of Duty. It's like two hours of Murph's blank stare into, uh, into his TV. So... I think we're okay. We should probably flag those for not for kids, just in case. I don't know. But like, you can probably hear my drink. These podcast episodes are getting less and less official. But uh, yeah, once I get the setup, after Thanksgiving, I have some things planned. Uh, maybe do a Thanksgiving episode next week. I found some issues some like holiday special issues that I want to talk about. Maybe you guys can check out. Maybe I'll do a giveaway of some of them. No one wants them. I don't know. All over the place today, so sorry. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Yeah. Star Wars Fallen Order came out last week. So I guess we do have a little bit of gaming news. And I've been been into that really deep. And I think that's why I didn't prepare for this. But you know, I said I'm going to go on there. I'm going to give the people what they want. This episode was planned out. Yeah, let me tell you guys exactly what happened this episode was planned out i'm gonna hate listening to these or listening to this one back because i know i'm all over the place and it's gonna drive me nuts this episode was planned out to the t and i'm gonna get into a little bit of that content in a little bit 
this is like the intro. We're catching up. We're hanging out. I don't have a co-host with me today. It's part of the issue. Murph and I had planned this big episode where he was coming back. He was telling you know certain people that were asking him if he was coming back that he was coming back this week. Um, and then you know we we're like, hey man, you know I'm at home. Let me know when you're ready. And then it would be <laughs> nothing Friday, Saturday. Hey man, get set up. I'm set up. Just sitting here staring at my computer. Let me know when you're ready. All right, man, I'm moving, you know, this and this around. I'm, I'm coming right now. Nothing. Tonight, or the night of recording this, I'm like, hey, man, you know, I recorded the back half of this episode already. I had the main part of it, so you don't have to worry about that. Let's just get on there and catch up and, you know, talk to the people. Let them know what you got going on, where you been. All right, man, sounds good. Nothing. He's a busy guy. That's for sure. I miss him. I can't wait till he's back for sure. Um, but yeah, so this episode was planned out. We're going to have this and we'll talk. The episode is about characters in comic books that die and uh, come back. Some characters stay dead and some always come back. And we're going to talk about that. But yeah, so now I'm just winging it. And it sounds crazy. Bear with me, folks. I got some scheduled planned content coming up very excited about and if you have any topics you want to talk about just hit me up let me know i've sent out some uh some uh questions to some people let them know what i wanted to do some some guest hosts and we'll see we'll see what happens Uh, next year for 2020 i've lined up lined up a couple of guest spots for me and murph I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, yeah, I set up some episodes or some podcasts, other nerdy podcasts out there said, Hey, we would love to have you guys on. You guys are funny. You guys know what you're talking about. It could be a good time. And I said, yeah, I humbly accept on me and Murph, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. That is enough catching up. I think I rambled so much. I guess I can talk about fall in order. Star Wars fall in order came out. It is a, I think it's great. My buddy Simon doesn't like it because he said it's too much like Dark Souls. For me, I knew that. If you listened to an episode before this or two episodes ago, I said that I, you know, I heard the rumors that it was kind of Dark Dark Souls esque. I like that about it. It's not a uh, you can't because okay, if you played the old Star Wars Force Unleashed game, it's just straight up button mashing. Which is fun. You know, you're a, Star, you're a Jedi Knight. It's very fun to just go through and slash through all the enemies. But this game's different. The difficulty level ramps up depending on where you're at. And, uh, yeah, you can't button mash. You have to, one, you have to scan your enemies. You have to dodge a lot. You have to find the right balance between... There's You use the force to slow down enemies, but you can't slow them indefinitely. So it's like on a timer. You have to coordinate all of these things very well. Your attack, slow, the slowdown, and the dodge, all to you know have a successful fight. I really enjoy that it's like that. This guy's connection to the Force, the main character, Ian Gallagher from Shameless, it's disturbed, so he's not... And he was like a Padawan when all the Jedis got killed. So it's not like he's some badass Jedi Knight. He's just like a, a guy that had some pe- training. And uh, just trying to survive. And now they're trying to bring back the Jedi Order. 
apparently this game is canon. That's the only reason I'm really playing it. Uh, it's good though. I like it. The graphics are good. There's a few things that I, I don't like about it. it. The difficulty is ramped up, but I have I played it on normal. I was going to play it on hard because I was like, oh man, I beat Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2. There was a breeze. This game is way different. Like I threw, I threw my controller against the wall the other night because I couldn't beat this giant frog monster. Uh, but yeah, I'm in it. I'm excited about it. I haven't turned back on Death Stranding because this game is... It's not deep, but it's, there's a lot of exploration in this game. And right now it holds my interest more because I'm kind of a Star kind of I'm a Star Wars fan. So the lore, the environments, the planets, the Easter eggs, things like that appeal to me. Death Stranding is, a story, is an all new story for me that I'll have to dive in and uh, and really appreciate the characters, the landscape, the story. And I just, I'm not there yet. Of course, this game just came out and I'm playing it. I haven't even touched the Pokemon game. I've heard mixed reviews about it. We'll see. Is there any other games coming out? Uh, TV news. Oh, man. TV news. I'm all over the place, guys. I'm sorry. This Why are are y'all listening to this still? (sighs) Don't go anywhere. The Runaways got canceled today. Not so much canceled. Uh, The next season's coming out. It starts December 10th. It's the third and final season. So canceled, maybe. I got very excited because I watched the teaser trailer before reading the caption. And as you know, I really got into Cloak and Dagger lately, and that show got canceled. So it kind of sucked. But then, again, without reading the context behind the teaser, I saw the teaser and Cloak and Dagger were in it, and I was like, yes, they saved them. They're over in Runaways now. This is great news. Uh, but then I read that it was the final season. <laughs> sucks. It sucks because I wasn't even a Runaways fan at first, but it made me go back and read the book. And I really enjoyed all of the stories that I've been reading. And then I've been enjoying the show. And I recently got into the show. Like I binged watch. I started watching about halfway through, not halfway through because it all came out on Netflix or Hulu, but halfway I guess people that I knew were watching it. They were about halfway through the second season. And I just started watching the first season. So it's sad. But I assume that, you know, Marvel is now trying to have this whole cohesive universe. Like it was kind of scattershot. They put some things on ABC. They put some things on Freeform. They put some things on Netflix. And they were just trying to get their stories out there of live action and and actually kind of have a proof of concept that people will watch it and now they have disney plus out so they're, they're trying to have this large cohesive mcu and with an asterisk on it because it's like tv shows too kind of because they're streaming Ugh, that just made my head hurt but i don't know i i understand they're trying to have this clear picture so from what I understand, they're going to redo the characters, the Netflix characters. I don't know if they'll revisit the Runaways now. It seems kind of early. But I think they want to take the spotlight away from those young characters. Because I do, and this is early. I'm calling it right now. So in a year or two years when they announce it, you'll say, damn, Lex called it. Two years ago, 2019, he, he was ahead of the game. They're going to do Young Avengers. And they want to take the spotlight off all of these young characters right now and kind of re-push these characters. So if you have any of the Young Avengers books, I do. I have two copies of issue number one. Not doing a giveaway. Those are mine. 
the, the prices have gone up. I'm just going to keep them. I enjoy that story. I enjoyed the story a lot when it came out. Um, shout out to Patriot. He was a good character. Except for that time that he shot up that MGH, which is mutant growth hormone. and I don't know. It was like steroids and it was a big deal. They had an intervention for him. I don't know. Hit me up if you want key if you want some, some key moments from that series. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. What else? Movies. Apparently, there's a for the next four years. There's going to be four Marvel movies per year. So uh, yeah, <laughs> what's that's gonna, a lot of movies, a lot of content that's going to be coming out for Marvel. I really hope that people. I don't know. I feel like they have fatigue already after Endgame. So that's why I'm glad they're kind of taking this year. After, well, I guess Endgame came out in what? May? I don't remember when it came out. It came out this year. I guess they took a little bit of time off because Black Widow comes out in... Black Widow comes out in February, maybe? Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, that comes out in February. So, hmm, I don't know. I think the fatigue will be there. Obviously not for comic book fans. Maybe not for... I don't know. Maybe not for mainstream people. Disney's been making princess movies for the past... You know, 70 years. So maybe not. Maybe they'll just keep it going. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I mean, as a comic book fan... Being a comic book fan since I was a kid... You dream for the day that they're going to have all these... You know, they're never going to make a movie with Spider-Man. They're never going to make all these movies. And sure enough, they're making a movie of all your favorite characters. So, for me, it's great. And it also solidifies the next four years of content for me. Just from Marvel. And I'm not just a Marvel fan. I love DC. So, <laughs> they get it together. I will have movie and you know, comic book stuff um, to talk about. So, that's cool. Uh, speaking of DC, there has been this random push, which makes me think that it's going to happen because nothing happens for nothing on the internet. Uh, it makes me think that they're going to do some sort of push. Disney, not necessarily, Di- not Disney at all, not necessarily um, DC, but Zack Snyder and just a bunch of people on the internet. We've talked about it before. They all talk about release the Snyder Cut. This has been this is like a cult following on the internet for the past uh, since the movie came out. But now Zack Snyder is openly saying, "Hey, we need to try to get this cut on HBO Max, the upcoming streaming service." This is supposed to be like a god tier movie. It makes this movie actually good, is what I hear. Not only is Zack Snyder making this push, but Ben Affleck showed his support. Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, uh, who else? There was another person. Someone else said, you know, they all are showing support to release this cut of the movie. Now, this could be a game changer. If this comes out and that cut of the movie is really good, maybe they'll revisit a connected universe. Maybe they'll slow their roll and they'll do it right. I don't know. From what I hear, though, they have no plans to do it, is what the official statement is. Now, again, I don't think anything like that happens on the internet unless it's already planned and they're trying to build buzz for it. So I'm calling this as well. I would not be surprised if there's a big announcement in the next couple weeks that the Snyder Cut will be released on HBO Max. 
and, and then you can go back and say, damn, a few weeks ago, Lex said it was official. It's not official, but it's Wednesday poll list official. Uh, that, yeah, that's all I have, man. I'm just I'm randomly thinking of things that have popped up. Uh, I, I think I just saw that the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon Prime has already gotten a season two. What's up with these? Sh- I'll do a whole episode about that. What's up with these shows getting season two before the show even came out? The, like The Witcher on Netflix got a season two. Not only did it get a season, season two, but the... The director said, hey, man, we got we got seven seasons mapped out already. That's a huge. What is with Henry Cavill doing these huge commitments? I guess he's got to secure the bag. That's what it is. They're writing those checks. Never mind. Do your thing, Henry Cavill. I ain't mad at you. That's all I got, guys. Uh, for my hodgepodge intro, that was supposed to be full of Murph, uh, his glorious return. I had all these sound effects and all these things queued up. And now they'll just... I don't know. Release the Murph cut. That's gonna be the new. Yeah, that's the new hashtag. You guys are tired of these Lex only episodes. They need to. Re- we need to release the Murph cut. I'm gonna get a shirt that says that. That is my new favorite thing because I hate the Snyder cut thing so much. And uh, Murph has been gone. People wonder what these episodes would be like with him. That's it. And if you want a shirt with that on it, hit me up and I'll send you one. It's going to be great. This is a great thing. He's going to love it. (laughs) Okay, so let's uh, get right into the episode. We're going to talk about characters that die. Comic book deaths are a thing that are basically laughable. Xavier, we're going to talk about characters in a second. But characters die and they have these big, huge moments and then after a year, so let's talk about Wolverine, a character that I don't even think is on my list, which is weird, maybe because I wanted to use him as an example, but Wolverine, two years ago, maybe one or two years ago, died at this big, huge event, uh, death of Wolverine. He got suckered into buying all of them, just like I did. Don't act like he didn't. So we did, and... Uh, yeah, then immediately they pulled in Old Man Logan from the alternate universe Old Man Logan story into the 616. So it was like we still had Wolverine, still Logan, he's just old. And then that Wolverine, that Logan went back to his time recently and died. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That was such a good issue. I'm not going to lie. That ending was good. I'm glad I bought it. Um and we got our old Wolverine back. Comic book deaths are laughable. But there are a few characters that stayed dead. One of them being one of my favorite characters. And if you personally know me, you know this is one of my favorite characters. And you probably make fun of me for it. So, without any more holding you guys hostage with this rambling intro that is almost 20 minutes long. Let's jump into the episode. All right, first up on this list, we have the Ancient One. Long before Doctor Strange uttered his first spell, the Ancient One held the title of Sorcerer Supreme, protecting the world from all the, you know, crazy mystical monsters and whatever Doctor Strange does. But by the time Strange encountered the Ancient One, that dude was super old. We're talking about the comic book 
let me just go on record and say we're talking about the comic book uh ancient one not the lady from the movie one i, I wish murph was here because he knows more of the movie stuff than i do i don't remember that movie because every time i watch it i fall asleep don't hate me because i don't like the doctor strange movie from what i saw of it it was really good it's just i could not stay awake during it <clears throat> so the guy was old i'm talking like 500 years old so it makes sense that the elderly wizard wanted to retire. So he appointed Doctor Strange as his successor. Unfortunately, the Ancient One wasn't allowed to die peacefully in his sleep. Instead, he was battle he was killed in battle by Shuma Garath, this giant like octopus-looking monster. He was great on Marvel vs. Capcom 2 if you learned how to play with him. He like could spear you and his one of his tentacles can grow spikes. It was gross. And, but yeah, he sacrificed himself to prevent the extra-dimensional octopus thing from entering our world. Now, I don't remember if the premise of the Doctor Strange movie was similar to that. I know Dorm- Dormammu was in it, but I don't know if he sacrificed himself to, you know, get Dormammu to uh, not... I don't know. I don't, again, I don't remember that movie. Sorry, guys. But yeah, so he uh, he's one of the characters that he, he stayed dead. He didn't come back. But luckily, the Ancient One's spirit transcended to a higher plane of reality. So he's, And he still provides ghostly advice from, to Strange from time to time. But for all intents and purposes, the guy is dead, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, uh, again, I don't know much about the Ancient One in the movies. I remember she made an appearance in Endgame, but she I'm pretty sure she stayed dead too. So yeah, MCU, sticking on to the source material. Good job. Let's go to a, a fan favorite. We're going to do a couple of these. I really don't know. I don't know how many is on this list. So uh, just hang in there. Next up on the list, we have my boy, Batman. Everyone, I, I've been really tired of Batman lately. I get into these nerd debates online about like, let's see. Recently, we talked about <clears throat> Justice League versus the Squadron Supreme, which if you know, the Squadron Supreme is basically the Marvel uh, mockery of Justice League. And everyone's comments were like, Justice League has Batman, they automatically win. It's like, what? Like, I, I get it. Batman's super smart. But he's just a dude in a costume. But a lot of, like, it's, I get it. But, come on, man. Come on. Batman has been around for nearly 80 years. And given that his job is pretty high risk, he, uh, it's amazing they still find a good fight. Of course. He's the cash cow of Disney, so they're not going to kill him, at least not permanently. So he's flirted with death on multiple occasions, though. And he even died recently. I wish I had the facts on which it was. It was like two years ago. In Final Crisis, he was seemingly shot and killed with the I-beams from Darkseid. But then you find out that he was actually really just transported back in time, and he had to travel through time... I don't know, collecting Omega Energy or something like that. It's something strange. I did not like Final Crisis at all. If you were an actual friend of mine in like the real world, then you would have you would have known. That I did not like that story. The covers were so cool, and I was into it, but then it just got weird. And I didn't like the way that Darkseid looked. I don't know. Darkseid's a weird character himself. I don't know. But like I said, Batman has flirted with permanent death on multiple occasions. Uh, like the time Joker gained power, the power to alter the universe according to his own mad designs in the book Emperor, or in the storyline Emperor Joker. Of course, that involves killing Batman over and over on a daily basis. 
or like I mentioned before, Final Crisis, where Darkseid blasts our hero with Omega Beams, leaving only a charred skeleton held by Superman. But again, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, in both of these situations, more and more, Batman later resurfaced alive and well. It, but there is a storyline, I think it's called Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader. It suggests that Batman, it's his fate to die and be re- reborn again and again forever and ever. I, I, I gotta go back and reread that. Someone check, some, someone double check that for me. Um, but yeah, I think it said something like that. I really need to dive deep and read some of these things before I do an episode. But I feel like I already read them. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things like, you know, it's like I already read that. I already know what happens. Next up on this list, I wish I had these. These are in no order of importance. Obviously, Batman's the second one I mentioned. Uh, but we did dead and we did not, you know, couldn't stay dead. So maybe we'll do them in order like that. Next up on the list is Ant-Man. Now, we're not talking about Hank Pym or the recently popular uh, Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, but rather poor Eric O'Grady. He was the third person to assume the Ant-Man identity. O'Grady was a low-ranking S.H.I.E.L.D. agent with even lower moral standards. Uh, One day, he stole the Ant-Man outfit from under his employer's noses, and he didn't waste any time using it for his own purposes. Mostly it was uh, he used it to pick up women and harass anybody he didn't like. So it's fair to say that uh, this Eric O'Grady isn't the most ambitious player in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) But for all his faults and despite all his misdeeds, O'Grady did manage to die a hero. After joining the Secret Avengers, he he selflessly uh, intervened when goons working for the villainous father threatened the life of a child, uh, earning a fatal beatdown for his efforts. Yeah, he did not come back after that. He caught, yeah, he caught a beatdown. Yeah, and I don't really know much about the, the villain father. That's a weird... I don't know. We're going to look that up. That was something I looked up on the internet. O'Grady. Because I remember Eric O'Grady. But yeah, he sucked. <laughs> he's dead. And I'm pretty sure he stayed dead. So we're on track. Stayed dead. Um, next up on the list. Every... Almost every hero who died in Watchmen. all right so i don't know what happened uh let's get back to it unlike in almost any other comic book universe in the world of the watchmen there's no coming back from the dead that is unless you're dr manhattan so every other one of the comic book adventurers in that show their time it was really up that goes from the murder of the comedian that opens alan moore and dave gibbons landmark tale all the way to the obliteration of fan of the fan favorite vigilante Warsage at the end of the uh, book, and everybody that died in between, they're dead. I'm really not going to dive deep into uh, into the Watchmen because I know with the show that's going on, I'm going to start talking about the show, and I don't want to do that until I finish it. And yeah, and I get can do a full review because right now it's. It, I'm really like everything I think about Watchmen is talking about the show. I shouldn't even have brought Watchmen up in this, but uh, all those characters stay dead. I'm not saying that comic books should abandon the superhero resurrections entirely, but Moore and Gibbons make a compelling argument for the importance of a meaningful final exits of our beloved characters. Next up on our list, we got Professor X. Coming back from the dead is kind of a thing for the X Men, and it's hard to find 
you know, it's hard to find a member of the mutant superhero group who hasn't died at least once. And that's not surprising, you know, come to think of it, their leader, Professor X, has died multiple times. I think three times, if not more. The first time he was, uh, I think, okay, the first time was a ruse. There was a warrior, like a subterranean warrior named Grotesque that killed him, but you come to find out that he wasn't really dead. Professor X is kind of a dick. He's like the worst leader (laughs) ever. The second time, though, he was uh, killed by an alien species that gets into your skin, takes over your body, and kills you, called the Brood. The third time, there's this whole big storyline where the X-Men, five members of the X-Men divide up the Phoenix Force, which is we'll talk about in a little bit. But Cyclops goes crazy and becomes Dark Phoenix. Professor X tries to step in and, you know, he was his mentor. He was his first student, tries to talk him down. That didn't work so well for Xavier. Cyclops kills him. Both of those guys are kind of dicks. But, you know, I do like Cyclops. Professor Xavier, not so much. Oh, not to mention in the recent X-Force book, uh, spoiler alert, he gets killed, seemingly. Even though they confirm it in... Uh, fallen angels we don't know he might not be dead there's people popping up all over the place in these house of x storylines so uh yeah there's that next up on our list is a character that i know is one of my favorites and if you know me personally you have made fun of me for this being one of my favorite characters uh yeah the original captain marvel he's a soldier from the kree race his real name is marvel very clever i know but he famously died from a special form of cancer. <laughs> like, what kind of way is that to go out for superhero? Cancer. Jeez. Uh, although his deceased st- uh, status has remained unchanged since way back in the day, he has popped up a few times in, like, flashbacks, cameo appearances, alternate universes, things like that. Um, yeah. And he also passed that down to his son, Guinnessville. He died. Baron Zemo... Uh, split him up into like i don't know divided his cosmic energy up i'm butchering this into five different i don't know he died baron zemo killed him he there's no way he's coming back so his father passed that on to him he also has a daughter flyville she died came back though she's currently alive and he has another son hulkling which he's alive um yeah so captain marvel he stayed dead his legacy is dying uh yeah who keeps coming back? Nick Fury. Nick Fury doesn't really die, though. This is the thing. He, even though he has... Okay, so he's a badass in general. Paranoid, super spy. He had this thing keeping him young forever called the... Um, uh, what was it called? Infinity Formula. It's kind of like the superhero serum. Super ser- soldier serum. Except it didn't give him super strength and all that stuff. It did make him stronger, but not like Cap strong. It kept him young. Because if you think, he was back in the day fighting in the wars with Cap. Uh, but every time someone thinks they kill Nick Fury, it's actually one of his genius ways of avoiding being killed. He has the, uh, these things called LMDs, life model decoys, and they are almost undistinguishable from himself. I can't believe I got that word out. I'm going to pat myself on the back <laughs> real quick. Even the most perceptive people have a hard time telling these robots away, f- a, a, you know, apart from the actual Nick Fury. Uh, he has died. There was a storyline, Original Sin, where apparently he gets killed. 
I need to go back and read this. It's been so long. He gets killed, but he he turns into a watcher, which means he's going to be alive forever. Uh, Goliath. He's next up on our list. You probably remember him from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Bill Foster was played by Lawrence Fishburne. He was old in that, but in the comic books, he was still comic book young. He was on Captain America's side in Civil War. And during one of the big battles, of, and this is the comic book I'm talking about, one of the big battles of Civil War, a clone slash robot created version of Thor, his name eventually turns into Ragnarok, kills Bill Foster. If I, if I remember correctly, just hammer through the body, dead. Uh, yeah, no, he hasn't been. And he was like giant too. So he killed him. He was like 38 feet. Killed him. Landed. And they had to bury his big ass body. 38. Because he couldn't shrink. They couldn't shrink him. So uh, yeah. Still very much dead. And if you haven't noticed. We're going to blaze through these. Because this episode is so unofficial. That. Uh, that uh, we need to get through it. Hashtag. Release, really, hashtag release the Murph cut. <laughs> Oh man, the Murph cut. That that needs to be a thing. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, who else do we have on our list? Uh, Captain America. Speaking of Civil War, let's talk about Captain America for a second. He won. Let's say he technically died in World War Two. World War Two. He was frozen, which normal people aren't gonna. I guess he had super soldier serum, but whatever. Let's just say he died. He came back. Modern times. Um, and after Civil War, he turned himself in, and then a brainwashed Sharon Carter, Sharon Carter, shot him in the stomach. But then it was this weird storyline where it wasn't like a normal bullet; it was a time bullet that shot his consciousness back, and then he had to travel. To, it's just, it was bad. Didn't read it, but I realized he's back. He's back. It's good. Don't even need to know how. It happened around the same time the Batman thing happened. Just both bad time travel stories. Yikes. But yeah, he's back. And I'm sure he, he's going to die again. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there was a cool character back in the 90s. His name was Thunderstrike. I liked that character a lot. He had like a mace. He had a sleeveless leather jacket, ponytail. He was a badass like copycat. He wasn't really a copycat Thor. He was just like a light version of Thor. He was tasked with the in the just impossible job of filling in for Thor for a while. Eric Masterson did the best he could, though, you know, and he he wasn't exactly, you know, the goofy or, you know, out of context Thor that we know and love. But he gave the he had to give the hammer back to Thor eventually. There's no way in comic book world that they were going to let this guy be Thor forever. But he did such a good job. We did such an okay job that Odin rewarded Eric by granting him an enchanted mace. Mace. Smaller version of a hammer. (laughs) The mace was called Thunderstrike. So he took that name, took the hammer, took the name, and then he was, you know, kind of like a light version of street-level Thor. He also came into possession of this axe called Blood Axe, I think. Or Blood something. Blood Axe. It's possessed him corrupted him and eventually led to his death and he hasn't come back since there was a alternate storyline mc2 where his son became a character named thunderstrike as well i think but yeah eric masterson's been dead I, I, he's due for a revival so we'll see if i missed it comment 
somewhere. Hit me up. Let me know. I, I would be I would be disappointed if I missed that. There's a guy that we know won't stay dead. His name's Superman. I remember in the 90s that stupid Death of Superman book came out, wrapped in black. Everyone thought they they got the golden ticket when they picked that book up. I got the black one. I got it somewhere here. I'll take a picture of it. I got the black one, and I got the white one. But, come to find out, they printed millions of those things. They're not going to be worth anything, ever. Sorry, folks. Um, but yeah, after him and you know Doomsday Dukes it out, he died you know, months to a year later, he came back. I think he's died multiple times. We're not even going to talk about all of them. He won't stay dead. Uh, who else do we have? We don't really have that many. I do have some ones that I thought were funny and uh, interesting. Resurrection Man. There's no surprise here um, that uh, Resurrection Man comes back to life. That's his name. <laughs> so dying and coming back to life is obviously going to be his deal. Uh, thanks to good old comic book science, Mitch Shelley is capable of returning to life after being mortally wounded. And every time he dies, he comes back with a new superpower. But on the downside, he can only possess one superhuman gift at a time, and it's random. So sometimes it's not really worth dying. You know, if you are in Arizona, you get hit by a car, but then you get the power to breathe underwater. You're like, stuff. <laughs> it's pointless. Very cool character. There's a lot that they could do with him, a lot that they have done with him. If you have any chance to pick up a, Re- a Resurrection Man book, do it. Let me know what you think. Another one of those goofy characters is Mr. Immortal. And as you guessed, he can't die. But you would assume that he can't die. Immortal means he's lived forever. But on the contrary, he can die. He's died multiple ways. Gunshot wounds, being burned, uh, you know, drowning, all kinds of stuff. But he comes back to life. He just he keeps coming back. So he's basically like Resurrection Man, but his only power is that he comes back to life. Very interesting that this character is pretty much going to live forever, right? I wonder if it's like a thing like he grows old to be an old man and then he dies and goes back to the time where he first gained his powers. Maybe it's something like that. I don't know. In a recent issue of the Immortal Hulk, though, after Hulk beat the incredibly powerful Franklin Richards, Galactus, you come to find out that he found a way to kill Mr. Immortal. So Hulk, another character that won't die and stay dead. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Release the Murph Cub. The last character that we have. The last one. is It's Jean Grey. Obviously. She's the poster child for comic book resurrection. She's died so many times and come back they called her Phoenix. That's not entirely true. She was possessed by a space entity that they called Phoenix. It was just a weird comic book coincidence. Um, Yeah. She's died so many times. She's gunned down by Sentinels. She mercy killed by Wolverine. She plunged into the sun. She, I don't know. She just, that's her character. Again, she's the poster child. That's all I really got. I, 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 I did blaze through though. <laughs> it's not so much fun when you don't have anybody to bounce it off of. And this entire episode was made to bounce off of. So I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it's not my fault. But let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up and get into our closing remarks. Closing time, folks. 
Now, I want to apologize again. This episode was supposed to be way better, way more efficient. It was supposed to be the Zack Snyder cut of, uh, of an episode. And I've cut out a bunch of stuff, so I don't even know if I mentioned the Zack Snyder uh, Murph cut thing. But I'm getting shirts made. So, if you want a Murph cut shirt, hit me up. Um, yeah, that's all I got. We got a lot of things coming on. I'm planning out so much stuff for the new year that I'm, I'm, you know, neglecting this year. So I apologize. Thank you for hanging with me. If you listen to this episode, man, you are a true one. Um, we'll get Murph in here. If not, he'll come around (laughs) eventually. He's a busy man. I know how it goes. New dad working like a dog. Um, yeah, I'm just a guy that has way too much time on his hands. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate you all being here. Uh, keep keep the questions coming in. We have a bunch. I'm excited. I want to get to 20 because we're going to do the first episode of the new year is going to be 2020, 20 questions. So I'm excited about that one. It's going to be so much fun. I had, so, I had a blast with the last question one. So I'm excited. So get your questions in. We, we're about halfway there. So we have 10 spots left for questions. We got We got weeks left. So, uh, yeah, hit us up anywhere online. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, Leave a comment. Let me know what you got going on, what you're reading. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Hey, guys, I wanted to take another quick second and say thank you for stopping by and listening to me and Murph's nonsense. If you really want to support the podcast, take a screenshot of this episode right now and post it on your story. Tag us and we'll repost it. See you guys next week.